So I was like running for my life and he trapped me in like this alleyway wow. and he started like breathing fire on me Jeez. as hard as he could. Okay. I was like, get out of here. Oh. 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 Who's that? Hold on. We're kind of in the middle Wait. of recording. I, I gotta take this. Okay. Hold on. Hello? Hey. How are you? Yeah. Hold I'm I'm right in the middle of a podcast. I kinda Who is it? I gotta hey. Hold on one second. It's my uncle. Hold on. Okay. Uncle. Um, Which uncle would it be? What's up? What do you need? <laughs> yeah? I don't... Philip. Okay. Just get off the... Get off it's, the... Phone. Hey, hang on. That, that's not right. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll let Daniel know. What? Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Well, I hope I hope you have a good one too. Love you. Bye. What? Who? What uncle was that? That was Rob. Uncle Rob. I don't think I know your uncle Rob. Rob Lowe. <laughs> Wait. All right. Who was it really? My uncle Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Like the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Like in Parks and Rec. Philip, he's not your uncle. Yeah, he is. Philip, I've known you for five years. I think this would have come up sooner. Look, look it up. Look it up on Wikipedia. See where he grew up. Is it? Oh well, yeah. I mean, I knew he grew up in Dayton, but yeah. Philip, My uncle, Philip. Stop it. Anyway, so Rob Lowe okay. said that. Yeah. What did What did Rob Lowe say? He said that he loves our podcast as always. Mm -hmm. Yep. And All that right. he thinks we should do top 10 X-Men movies now that, you know, oh. there's 10. Finally, yeah. you know, it says X-Men. He he didn't Finally. realize what it was X-Men. He thought it was 10 men. He said it. That's why I laughed at him, but I didn't want to embarrass him. 10? X-10. Oh, like Roman yeah. numerals? Yeah, he's really dumb. Daniel. Hey, Philip. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. What what is this? This is Podcast Mania 3000. Oh, a new right. podcast within our podcast. Um, I this was not and in this podcast this. within okay. the podcast. Yep. Uh, I pretend that I know what it's going to be and then I make it up on the spot. And so what well, we're going to talk just, about That's just every episode. What we're going to talk about is just uh, the the funniest thing that happened at work today. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> what we're talking about on classic countdown conversations. So today. for me, okay, it was that what happened. Uh, um, I well, there really wasn't anything funny. Then why today. would you bring? <laughs> why would you mention that? <laughs> Oh my. Okay. Uh, well, let's I let's. Boring it's life. already off the off the trails, off the tracks on this yeah. episode. Let's well, steer it back onwards. Well, and okay. uh, let's let's talk about the X Men franchise. Oh, Philip. okay. Um, 
if you take out the Deadpool movies, <laughs> yeah, then there's ten of them now. Hey, what uh, is our podcast anyway? What's it about? It's counting down the best and worst that media has to offer. Oh, that's what? weird. My phone's ringing again. Oh my word! Hold on, I get. I gotta take that. Okay. Uh, hello. <sighs> yes, this is Philip. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll let him know too. <laughs> All right. Bye. No, who who was it this time? Brad Pitt. That's funny. No, that was my mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. What'd she say? She's a new patron. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah. welcome, Karen. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, my um, mother-in-law-in-law, <laughs> uh, which is what I've come to call you. Philip doesn't think that's the case, but it's I not, I call you not, my mother-in-law-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. We got we got two. <laughs> Maybe two. three. Maybe Just three. Maybe f- Daniel's mom. Maybe, Maybe my actual mother-in-law. But uh, she uh, she doesn't want to do it th- via internet. Yeah. So she's just gonna give us money. Has she actually <laughs> ever listened person. to our podcast? She has. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, she likes it a lot. Okay, good. Um, okay. So maybe that's our market is moms. Maybe because we we've got a couple moms going on. We got three moms as a patrons. Well, maybe four. Maybe oh, as patrons. Yeah. Who's the third? Corey is Corey. a mother. <laughs> <laughs> He's our mother. Yeah. Spiritual mother. Um, so let's uh let's get on. Let's, let's get, get on it. with it. Uh so back to what I was saying okay. before uh before Karen, before you called. Yeah. Um uh we are discussing the X-Men franchise today. Okay. Excluding the Deadpool movies. Okay. Even though the Deadpool movies are better than some of the X-Men movies. They don't. <laughs> I just wanted to exclude them. Okay, they're not technically they're in the franchise. Okay, but they don't feel like X Men movies to me. Okay. They feel like a, an entirely different thing. All right. Um, even though some of the characters show up and whatnot, but um, yeah, let's uh, let's move on. You know what my you know what my criteria is, Philip? That you like it or not? Um, kind of. Okay. Uh, I did. Let's see here. You did a real criteria? I did. Yeah, I did. Whoa. Okay, so I did quality. Okay. Enjoyment. Okay. And memorability. Okay. Um, Now here's the behind those. Here's the thing about the X Men franchise, Philip. Tell me the thing about the that franchise. Is that the quality is all over the place. (laughs) It's so weird to me to think that some of the movies in this franchise are in the same franchise because the quality is so drastically different. That's true. However, the enjoyment doesn't always come from good quality. Sometimes, Sometimes the X movies are just so, like, corny Did you just, like, shorten it to X movies? Did I? I think you did. Oh. And I think that should stick. Okay. These are the X movies. That's what this episode will be called, (laughs) is X movies. No, I think we need to call it X-Men movies so people know what it is. (laughs) All right, that's true. That's true. You you got you got good stuff going on in your mind. Uh, <laughs> I did think about making it something different, but but no against it. Went against it because of that very reason. Well, uh, yeah. So the enjoyment factor with the X Men movies, X movies, the X movies. Uh, it's weird. It's a weird like line to walk because it's 
they're just such a hodgepodge of different things. <laughs> um, so there's actually one in particular on this list that I know people won't agree with how I ranked it. Maybe two. Oh. Um, but it's because even though quality-wise they're not better than others, they're just more enjoyable because they're more schlocky. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, uh, let me look at my notes here. Okay. And we are going to go into my number 10. So, Philip, you got your list on, got, your, on your phone. I Not, got my he didn't list. make a I didn't list. make a list. He's just looking up all the 10 to, right. so he can know which ones are Can which. I just list through them so that people know what yeah, go ahead. we're talking about? Go ahead. Okay. First is X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the original one. 2000. And then X-Men... Similar to the way that we just shortened X-Men yeah. to X-Movies became X-2. X-Men United came out in 2003. Yeah, and then X-Men, The Last Stand, which should have been X-3, what mm-hmm. are you thinking? Yeah, but I don't probably know. Probably because of Triple X, that movie called Triple oh, X. yeah. That was 2006. Yeah. And then X-Men Origins, Wolverine. 2009. Uh-huh. X-Men First Class. 2011. The most, the most comfortable the X-Men have been. First Class... On that airplane. Okay. And then will the Wolverine... That was uh, 2013. And then X-Men Days of Future Past. 2014. Uh, and then that's when Deadpool comes out as yeah. next, but we're not caring about right. it. That was 2016. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse... Was also 2016. Strange. Uh, Logan. 2017. And then this newest one. Well, technically Deadpool 2 came yes, out last year, right. 2018. Yes, and then Dark Phoenix. In 2019. Okay. Uh, are you impressed that I knew all the years? Did Philip? you have it all in your list? I don't. Oh, I don't wow. have. You that just was, showed that me. That was purely off, off my memory. Wow. Um, okay. So my number 10, and yeah. I think that this is another one that people may not agree with. But, <laughs> so uh, basically all, your I think whole three, list. People. I think three of them people might may not agree with. And, okay. And so this is one of them. All right. X-Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Look out. Ah! It's Apocalypse. Oh, no. Uh, This movie is not memorable at all, Philip. Tell me about this movie because I don't remember it. I think I've only seen about one uh, of these movies. Yeah, I don't think you've seen Apocalypse. Okay, so this is after Days of Future Past, after they changed the timeline. Okay. This must be a splintered timeline because things are different than (laughs) they are, you know, later on. Um, So basically... Starts out in ancient Egypt, and oh, they and, like hint at that at the end. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. They start out and they're trying to like swap Apocalypse's mind into a younger body. Okay, uh, but then like some of his like henchmen or disciples or whatever they are, they're like, "No, we're gonna trap you in this pyramid." Gotcha. And they send him down this pyramid. His four horsemen are like, you know, fighting and stuff, and but he gets trapped. Uh, h- hard cut to the eighties. Oh. Uh, and we're we're introduced to kind of our newer team of X Men. Okay. Um, so we got we got Professor X and then we got younger versions of classic characters you know, like Cyclops, Jean Grey, and Storm. Okay. Um, and Nightcrawler it comes mm-hmm. into play. Mm-hmm. Um so we kinda hook up with them in nineteen eighty three. Uh and then through archaeology Apocalypse is discovered and he's awakened oh. from his slumber. Um, and then basically he's how I wake up every morning. 
I'm yeah. Like, oh, uh, ar- archaeologists again? Yeah, they're like tapping on you and yeah. stuff. Um, like, I'm alive already. <laughs> but anyways, Apocalypse just kind of wanders around Egypt for a bit, and he like touches the TV and like learns knowledge from it. Oh. And, and then he's like, oh, 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 <laughs> and then. Whoa. He's like, yeah, I, I need. I feel like I just watched the movie. <laughs> and he needs. He's like this creepy old dude. Apocalypse is. <laughs> okay. In the comics, he's like this huge, threatening, menacing thing. Yeah. Which they... I kind of I like. I like that he's like this little creepy thing. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, uh, then he goes around. He's like, I need my four horsemen because I'm the apocalypse. I see. So he gets. Um, who's he get? He gets Storm, Magneto. Uh- Oh. Angel and this chick named Psylocke who has like two lines. <laughs> <laughs> and and she doesn't have any motivation. The, all the other three have pretty good motivation to join him. Yeah. When Psylocke comes in, he's like, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you. Um, but anyways, the, the problems I have with this movie, Philip, yeah. is that it's all over the place. Okay. Story-wise and tone-wise. Oh. So like... So like the story goes from that, they go. So it's like ancient Egypt, then r- modern day, and then they're like going to the X mansion, and then they like later on they go to the military facility, and then they wind up in this like little town while like Apocalypse is like destroying the whole world. Gee. Uh, and then it cuts to, like this super small cheap set. <laughs> What? Like, for real, for real? Yeah, I mean, like... Like, like it's in not, real life, it's a cheap shot? Cheap, cheap well, shot? <laughs> <laughs> cheap set? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's supposed to be, like, this junkyard, but it, I, it's like, oh, that, I can tell this is a set. Oh. Uh, anyways. That's pretty bad. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, eh. Me. Um, the... So, I don't like that. And then, like... Well, hold on. I'll get to tone-wise in a minute. It's also just boring, and it's too long. Oh. I think it's the longest X-Men movie, really? if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and yeah, it's just kind of like, uh They were expecting the world to end before yeah. the, the movie finished, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, the apocalypse was uh-huh. coming. Uh, that was good of me. That was <laughs> a good joke I made. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. After Days of Future Past, there's kind of just a letdown. Uh, but I, it's not all negative, Philip. Not all? I do have some good things to say about Tell it. Tell me the good things. So after Days of Future Past, Magneto's like, you know what? Maybe Professor X is right. Maybe we can live amongst these humans in peace. <laughs> so he like he goes off to like Siberia oh. and and gets a job at like a metal factory. Okay. And he marries a lady. Okay. And has a little daughter. Oh. And he's just living the life. Oh. He's just living the the quiet life amongst humans. Uh, well, an accident happens at his metal company mm-hmm. and he, you, you know, a thing's about to crush a guy. So he uh, uses his power. Yeah. Uh, and then like some guys see him do yeah. it and he kind of like drops it and then like goes about his business. Yep. Well, then the, the police show up at his place and they about to get him and they, they all have bow and arrows. They're like, well, he can control metal. So let's not oh. take guns. Well, there's definitely metal at the end of a bow and arrow. Is it like, it's wooden? like wood. Yeah, I think. Or stone or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, but then, like, his daughter's a mutant as well. She's uh-huh. got the power to, like, talk to animals. Nice. So he's like, all right, daughter and wife. He's like, you you stay here. I'm going to go. Like, I got to go to jail now. And then his daughter starts, like, screaming and all these birds, like, <laughs> start, like, 
going around and like it's starting to scare the police officers and one accidentally lets go of his bow and arrow and it goes through both his daughter and his wife and what? kills them. Oh gee. Uh one arrow kills both of them? Yeah, cuz the the two birds with one arrow. Yeah, pretty much. If if it has a stone on the air, in the end of the arrow then yeah. it's two birds with one stone. I hope so. She's like holding her daughter. Oh, and it makes, goes through. That makes more sense. Uh, so that's why Magneto's is just a, a, a jerk. Well, so then, like, he it's awesome. He, like, picks, he gets the locket from his little daughter that he gave her, mm-hmm. and it's metal. Mm-hmm. And then he just uses it to go through every single cop's neck. Wow. And just kills them. And then he, like, has nothing left to live for, essentially. And Apocalypse is like, hey, come help me rebuild this world, and we'll make mutant kind the, the, the bee's knees. The bee's knees. He's like, well, yeah, like I can't live with humans. Like I've yeah. tried, and and I've it's not going to work out. So his storyline is really good. Hmm. Um, also, I like the younger versions of like the characters that we kind of know. Yeah, I like seeing them. Cyclops doesn't really get the shaft in this movie like he does in the <laughs> other ones. Uh, Quicksilver comes back, Philip. It's Quicksilver, your favorite character in the whole galactic. Key. I love him. I love him. He comes in and the mansion's exploding at one point. And he saves everyone from the mansion. Man. Or from the explosion. I, I bet he does a good job. Uh, he does. I bet it's fun to He's watch. at ease the whole time. He's like eating pizza and stuff. Mm. It's great. Pizza sounds real good right now. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and then Philip. Philip, at the end when they're on the cheap little set. Yeah. Uh, Apocalypse is like this all-powerful being. Yeah. And he's like he's like looking around for everyone because everyone's in hiding. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the spark goes off behind him, and then it starts going in slow mo. And you're like, I know what that means. It's Quicksilver. And Quicksilver just walks into frame and starts beating the crap out of him because oh. he can't he can't like keep up with him. <laughs> I'll show the clip to you afterwards, but okay. it's awesome. And then but then Apocalypse like his eyes start moving really quickly, and oh. he can like pinpoint his moves. So he makes like the ground come up and like. Encase Quicksilver's leg and then he breaks his knee. Ouch. So he can't run no more. So he uh, uh, so sock clipped him in the knee. Yeah. He sock clipped him. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I really that, liked that, that Philip. That, thank you. Uh, and then my last pro. That just like came to my head. It was <laughs> And then the last good thing I'll say about this movie is when they're in the, the military facility, the military like captures the X Men and takes them to the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like they go into this room and there's like this big cage thing and something's banging on the cage. So they open it up and it's Wolverine because they've been doing experiments on him. And he just goes through and just takes out all the military guys. Dang. There's like, and for a PG-13 movie, there's like blood spraying on the walls and stuff. It's pretty. Really? Is it just that one scene that has a lot of blood? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, if, if another movie didn't come out after this, then I would say this is the best Wolverine berserk berserker scene <laughs> there is uh but it's not <laughs> but it's it's pretty it all pretty right good. it's pretty all right uh so yeah overall eh. yeah well it made 10 made 10 which means it's the worst x-men movie i i believe it is the worst x-men movie what do you think other people think is the worst x-men movie then uh my number nine okay and or another one Okay. Um, so, good segue. My number nine. I was really hoping that would be good. Yeah, it was. Uh, is is X three the la- X Men three last... the last stand? 
Well, it's not called X3, though. I know. I know. That's why it's last. Should have been last. It's X-Men, The Last Stand. <laughs> uh... You know why this one's not very good, Philip? No, tell me why. It's not as all over the place as Apocalypse is, but it has two storylines that it can't really seem to decide which one it wants to devote time to, and it ends up not really devoting time to either one. Okay. Um, And that is, the the more interesting one (laughs) is that they, they create a cure for the mutation. Okay, I think I know this. One. Okay, I think I know this. One. So there's people like mutants are like, let's go like people like Rogue who can't mm-hmm. touch people because of yeah. her mutation. Yeah, she wants it. She wants it because she wants to make out with her boyfriend. Gross. Uh, She's yeah. just a little slut. I know. Rogue. Rogue. Come on, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, Rogue. Um, and then yeah, it it's boring as well. Hmm. And then it it kills off characters that didn't need to be killed off. Like Quicksilver, is he dead? No, Quicksilver's okay. not in it. Uh, uh, I'm just, I mean, I'm just gonna spoil things for you in this episode. I don't care. Okay, so Cyclops. Do I look like the kind of guy that spends time watching movies and no. then making a podcast about it? No, no, no. I just make the podcast. <laughs> so three major characters die in this movie, and two of them were not necessary. Okay. Uh, Cyclops dies. Okay. In the literally the first eight minutes of the movie. That's fast. And he's supposed to be the leader of the X Men, and they kill him off. Wait, Cyclops is? Mm-hmm. Wait, who's Professor X? Professor X is like the head of the school. Not the head of the X Men. No, Cyclops is the leader. Of the I X-Men. see. Um, so after two movies of not really getting a good Cyclops portrayal, they just kill him off. Yeah, they probably the just one. like, well, we couldn't really do it, so let's. Just- I feel bad for James Marsden because he's a like he looks the part and he's a fairly good actor. Yeah, but they just never gave him anything to do with the part, mm-hmm. and then they kill him. Um, and it's off screen too; it doesn't even show his death. Really? Yeah. Wow. It, it's it shows it start to happen and then it hard cuts. Jeez. Uh, and then Professor X dies. He does. Mm-hmm. Well, however, they bring him back in later movies, and they don't really explain it. Yeah, they realize that was a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Jean Grey explodes him with her mind. I think I remember that. Okay. Yeah. And then they just the, wanted to try to do something crazy. And okay, like I get that one's a little bit better than Cyclops. The only death that actually like it has an impact is Jean's at the end. Okay. Because Wolverine is forced yeah, to kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and think he, I remember that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good scene at the end, but. uh yeah, the, it's just like, uh, what are you doing? Come Mag- on. Magneto sets up his his uh, camp base out in the woods. It's like, why would why would you not like do it in a prison Metal. or something, yeah, all, or a junkyard, something metally? You do it out in the woods. What's wrong with you? Um, makes him f- look dumb. Yeah. Well, they're dumb. He was a magnerdo. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> You're just full of it, <laughs> full of them today. I'm full of it too. Uh, uh, yeah, you are full of it. Uh, but again, just like I don't think any of the X movies are like unwatchable. Yeah. So there are some pro. I got a list of pros here. Okay. Returning cast is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially Hugh Jackman. He's always good. He like he's the saving grace of all these movies. He's just fantastic in the role, and I mm-hmm. miss him. Um, the you, know, you know Disney's going to get him back. I mean, I think they're going to recast everything. 
Disney's going to bring them back somehow. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, there is the like twenty years from now when he's an maybe. old man. That's they, true. They're gonna do like the Leonard Nimoy guy. Oh, from, with Spock. Uh, yeah, they'll do something like that. I see. I don't know. And I don't then, know. Then us old farts will be like, oh, oh, we know what happened it's there. It's Jackman. He's our. He's our old man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty <laughs> cool, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, continue. Along with the the cure storyline, yeah. we were introduced to another a new character. His name's Angel. Um, it's a pretty lame name. Uh, all that he does, he has angel wings and he flies. I, yeah, I remember him not liking that. No, that's a good like. His dad basically invents the, he his dad invents the cure because he's so against his son having a mutation. Yeah. So then he's supposed to be like the first one to do it. He's like, Dad, I. Like, I don't want to do this. And then he breaks out of his things. His angel wings come out. And yeah. You're like, you're like whoa! <laughs> and then he jumps out the window and flies away. Well, they make it sound like that's an X-Men power, but it's actually because he just had Red Bull. Because Red Bull gives you wings. I think you could you could not laugh at that. I would have kept going if you didn't laugh. <laughs> um, and then there's a few other newer characters in it that's pretty good. Ellen Page's Kitty Pride's pretty good. Colossus gets a bigger part. It's pretty good. Is Ellen Page sad the whole time? Like she is in every other movie? Um, she does. This was towards the beginning of her career. Yeah. So she's not as sad. <laughs> okay. But she is a little, like when Professor X dies. She's she's a little sad. <laughs> she's a little sad then. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Okay. Oh, whatever. All right. It's a whatever movie. It's a whatever movie. It doesn't make me angry. Okay. So, and a, a neat little little tidbit yeah. about this movie. Uh, all of the original five X Men from the comic books are in this movie, but they don't necessarily all share screen time. Oh. But they are all in it. Uh, another one would be Beast. I remember Beast. Beast he's by like, Kelsey Grammer is a good addition. He's fantastic. He's like all blue. Yeah, he's fantastic in, yeah. the, in that movie. Um, he's a good good addition. But uh, okay, yeah. Kelsey um, Grammer. What <laughs> What? A, what person was like, you know who we really need for Beast? Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I mean, like... It worked. I, it worked. Yeah. I don't know whose idea it was. And they probably were like on acid when yeah. they did it. But it was a good, it was a good acid trip. Yep. Okay, Philip. These are the. This one's gonna annoy people. No. Oh, all um, right. I'm ready. I'm ready to be. I mean, like, I'm already annoyed at your picks. Yeah. This, Just so annoyed. This one, people are gonna be like, "Why is this one underneath another one with the central character?" And I'll explain why, Philip. Okay. So right at number eight, I'm putting the Wolverine. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. This is okay. the one where he's in Japan. Yeah, that one I didn't really see. Okay. Uh, you're not... Well, I've seen some of it. I've uh, seen it on yeah. TV. Okay. You I know, feel like I always see the same part where he's like... Or maybe the whole movie is basically one part, and I just don't like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> so like, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this movie is I like it. Oh. I do like it. It's a so, fine movie. Okay. Um, The quality is pretty good. Okay. Of, of my... Of my upper half of this list, mm-hmm. this one has the best quality to it. Okay. Uh, it actually has a good director. And no enjoyment, high quality. Yeah. It looks it looks like a movie. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, that someone had a vision for. Okay. Um, but so like Hugh Jackman, again, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that about all these movies. Um, the the uh, inclusion of Yukio. Yukio? She's pretty good. I like Yu-Gi-Oh? her. Yu-Gi-Oh? Yu-Gi-Oh uh, cards? They, it is weird. They do cut to a scene where they're just playing Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like, what is happening? I believe you. <laughs> um, I like the setting of this movie. In I Japan? like the Japan. Okay. Not only place, but I also like the time frame. When is it? So this is right after, this is like a few years after X-Men 3. Okay, so, so it's is after, Professor X dead yeah, in this prof- movie? Yes. Okay. So Professor X is dead. He's killed Jean Grey. Okay. And the X-Men have disbanded. Okay. Um, and he keeps having like these nightmares of Jean. Mm. Uh so it's pretty. It's it's a good little Wolverine story, All right. um, and I like that. I like that it opens up and he's like a hermit. He's like living out in the woods. He's like friends with this bear. What? Yeah, and he has like real long hair, like down to like past his shoulders, and like sick. a real scraggly beard. That's so sick. Uh, and then hunters kill his bear friend, Philip. Wow. How does he have a bear friend? Is that part of his powers? He, he's that I don't like, know about? A, yeah, he's like an animal. Oh, he has like senses like an animal. Like he can smell really good and like stuff like that. So animals feel like comfortable around him. That's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> um, but then these hunters kill him, and he finds it in the woods. Like, well, well, they shoot the bear with an arrow, but don't kill it. So Wolverine has to put it out of its misery. Jeez. So then he goes down and he stabs the guy's hand with the arrow because it had poison on it. So he like he like Whoa. stabs it in and then he pours alcohol into it, into the wound of the so guy. So it makes it hurt real bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty it's a pretty cool scene. And then <laughs> and then Yukio comes in and, and she's like, It's okay, don't kill because Wolverine's like, I I'm not killing people anymore. Oh. But then these guys like start fighting him and he's like, I'm sorry, Gene. And he like pulls out his claws. Yeah. And then Yukio's like, It's okay. They're they're gonna die in a week anyways because she can see premonitions of the future. Oh, and then he's like, "What is happening?" And then she takes him to Japan uh, because the very opening of the movie is him in World War Two, and he saves a guy from getting killed in Hiroshima, oh. or Hiroshima, or however you want to pronounce it. Hirosh- I don't give a rip. Hiroshi. Uh, that Yoshi. seems pretty good. Except it works under the logic that an atomic bomb would go off at a pace where you can run from it. Oh, that's his, that's like how it works? He saves the guy and they kind of run a little bit and get into this bunker. But really, they'd be obliterized in a second. Yeah. Um, And Wolverine does. He's like down to basically his bones and flesh and then he heals himself. So that's the pl- that's the plot of the movie. And getting into the cons, that's the boring plot of this movie. Philip is <laughs> is that the guy that he saves in World War II is so obsessed with his healing power, with Wolverine's healing with power. Wolverine's healing power because he sees it in action when he saves him from the explosion. Yeah. So he lives his whole life trying to recreate it, and then he's he's on his deathbed. He's like, bring bring the Wolverine to me. Oh, well, he should have done that, like, to begin with. Yeah, I know. Figure out what was I know. going on. Uh, so Wolverine goes, and he, he says goodbye to him. He's like, you can't have my power. I will die. And then he leaves. And then, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice try. And then there's a stupid love story. With him and the and with him, No, Yukio is not his love interest. It's it's the granddaughter of the guy that's trying to get his power. Okay. 
Uh, and she, then and then she betrays him and tries to get his blood. Actually, and, she never turns bad. No, well, that's but what then he just happened. but then he just ditches her in Japan at the end. The third act is pretty Ugh. stupid. Ugh. It's pretty. It's a pretty good good little movie uh, up until about the, the third act starts, and then it kind of falls apart. Mm. And there's some bad acting in it. Okay, I believe uh, it. But there are two action scenes that are really good, Philip. Tell me about them. So they're at the the grandpa's funeral, mm-hmm. and the they're basically the Japanese like mob. They like start shooting up the funeral, and That's he starts just tearing through every going, every, going everyone. to town. Yeah, and then they go on to one of those bullet trains. Yeah. Oh, I've and he's heard, fighting them on the bullet train. I think I've heard of that. It's scene. so schlocky, but, but cool. I love it. The, no, 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 I've seen it. He like gets his head chopped off by a like something. He like there is kind of like they have their own little um, logic to it. Like they're having he has to like stay on the top of the train without flying off, so he's using his claws, and the other guy's using his daggers. Yeah. But they're having having to like jump over these billboards. Yes. That are over top. So at one point, Wolverine's looking straight on, and the guy's just taking Wolverine's, uh, like... The, the cues from The cues Wolverine. from Wolverine yeah. when he's jumping. So at one point, Wolverine pretends to jump up, and the guy jumps up, and there's a billboard that's a bit higher, and it just demolishes him. Yeah. Uh, and, and Wolverine, I think you kind of like Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's... Uh, the whole movie, he, like, he kind of is getting his powers taken away through a series of events that I don't want to go through. <laughs> Uh, but then when he gets his powers back and you're like, yeah, he's like healing again and stuff. Yeah. He fights the dad of the girl that he's fallen in love with. Cause he's trying to kill everyone. Uh, he's one of the villains. Okay. And that fight seems pretty rad. Okay. It's pretty visually stunning. It's like at, it's at night. So the moon is like shining through these like Asian architectural, like, yeah. you know it what I mean? Looks, Buildings. It looks, cool. It's, it looks cool. And it's a good little sword fight versus the claws. Um, but overall, I don't m- remember it very well. I don't remember. I don't remember the details very well. <laughs> I mean, you spent like seven minutes just talking about but it. But like j- in between those things, is, I'm like, what happened? How yeah. did they get from place to place? Yeah. Who does this? So uh, it's not super memorable. Yeah. And it's kind of just, eh, it's a little boring. It's it's competently made, but a little boring. I see. I see. Uh, my number seven, Philip. Yeah. Is Wolverine Origins? Gosh, Wolverine, which is uh, universally panned as the worst. Really? And I have it as my number seven. Whoa! Because I like it. Whoa! Okay, so this is uh, probably high uh, high on entertainment, low on quality. Yes. Okay. Um, is this? Would you say that that's the the most extreme of all the movies that you've got going on? Uh, most extreme. What do you mean? As in terms of those two things being opposites. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's almost enjoyable because of some of the, uh, just lame things in it. Okay. Uh, but I don't think it's as bad as people say it is. Oh. Um. Tell me more. I'll tell you why, Phil. You got me hooked. Well, here's the thing. Here's what people point out about the movie that's bad. Okay. It does have some bad CGI, CGI in it. Okay. And I under like, his claws at one point are completely CGI, and I don't know why, but they look awful oh like so <laughs> it's like in frame and focus and like i get it if it comes out of his hands it, that has to be like you know an effect yeah uh, but then they cut away and then they cut back and, and they're, they're still, still there. they're still there it's like why didn't you use props 
you have the props from the previous movies. Why don't you use them in this scene? Um, maybe uh, maybe Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. It was like, I'm allergic to metal now. Mm. So these got to be. That might be it. These got to be CGI. That might be it. It's like, man, my. I think we've cracked the code. My knuckles just hurt. He was. Now. Yeah. I think you've cracked it, Philip. Well, where do they come out? Is it in between? It's his? in between his knuckles. Okay, yeah. So you could just do that really easy. Oh, for sure, really easy. Um, <laughs> so I uh, I understand that it kind of wastes like the whole thing about Wolverine is like he's supposed to be mysterious. Yeah. And you kind of find out everything about him in this movie. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it's his origin story. I so guess you so. kind of realize. Well, like, there's what like happened. a thousand origin stories. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like the interesting parts of his origin story they don't really focus on oh it's more it's it's more like the parts of him being like a lumberjack and him and his wife which is fine why don't you tell me about why it's a good movie i will tell you and and the third act is eh. it's not as bad as the third act of the wolverine but it's still like an eh third act um but why it's a good movie philip let's start at the beginning (laughs) okay the opening credit scene Yes. Maybe is one of my favorite scenes of all time. Of all in all movies? In all movies. Whoa. It's definitely my favorite opening title sequence. Okay. It shows Wolverine and his brother Sabretooth fighting through all the uh, American wars. Oh, that's cool. So they fight the Civil War. Because remember, they they both have healing factors, so they can just live for a long time. So they fight Civil War, World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam War. And and that's it's showing you know the credits and stuff, yeah. but like it's in these really cool. It'll like show clips of them like fighting and stuff, yeah. and then it'll like take kind of a flash picture. And it's it's cool. It's Is like that the really, sound it makes. No, it has pretty epic music playing. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. You want to get it? Yeah, you want to get it out of your system. All right, that's all. That's all, all I right. got. All right. Oh, sorry. Guys, you don't know how badly I just want to hit Philip right now. <laughs> uh, and, and through this, you've gotten me off track, Philip. <laughs> this episode's already going on too long. <laughs> uh, anyways, while it's going through the wars, it kind of shows that Wolverine keeps his morality yeah. and Sabretooth loses it. Oh, I see. Um, and then they, so basically when it gets to Vietnam, Sabretooth attacks an officer. Okay. Uh, and then Wolverine. No big deal. Wolverine stands in to help him because he's his brother. Yeah. So it, so they get captured and they do like a firing squad. But, oh, and, they just die. They just don't die. Right. And Sabretooth's like, wake me when it's over. And he gets like a little like smirk on his face. And Logan, uh. Logan's starting to realize like, okay, he's. He's just going off the rails. Like, he knows that he can't die, and he's going to do whatever he wants because yeah. of, of that. Oh, so does he have to kill his brother? Well, no. So then in, after it, like, cuts to black and fades back in, and they're in prison, and Stryker comes in. He's a, he's a military. Basically, he gets a band of mercenaries together to go do, like, illegal things, mm-hmm. and he hires them. Okay. Uh, and that's why I like this movie a little bit more than the Wolverine is because there's more mutant characters in it. Okay. There's like, this was the introduction of Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. 
Oh, really? Yeah. He's great in the beginning scenes. He's awful in the later scenes because <laughs> uh, they basically sew his mouth shut and make him not look like Deadpool. Oh, weird. And give him a bunch of powers. Basically taking away what makes Deadpool special is his mouth. Yeah. But they set that up really well earlier in the film that, like, he's just annoying and talks too much and, like, all this oh. stuff. Uh, so there's him. There's a few others. The guy that ends up being Blob later on in the film. The Blob. Uh, the Blob. He's real muscular, but then after the events of the movie, he gets an eating disorder and becomes fat. Oh. Um, Will I Am of the Black Eyed Peas is in it. Yeah, that should be number one reason why this movie sucks. So bad. <laughs> uh, anyways, so then they kind of get into illegal things, and then Wolverine basically is like, "I'm out." You know, I'm it not- should be illegal what? casting Will I Am in anything. That should be illegal. I will agree with that. Yeah. Um, and then he leaves. He's like, "I'm done with this," and then he goes and and lives and basically starts his life over. Uh, I wish Will I Am did that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, Will. I am. I know you're a listener. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, yeah. So the opening's pretty good. Uh, we get Leaf Schreiber's Sabretooth, which is amazing. This was the introduction to Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, which is really good. And Taylor Kitsch's Gambit is really good. So we get really great actor characters. Okay. Um, and then Sabretooth and Wolverine's relationship throughout the entire movie is, like, pitch perfect. It's amazing. I love it. The bee's knees. It's the bee's knees. Um, yeah, those are kind of... Yeah, those are kind of what I like. I, well, and, and it's I, really, I, w- I would have figured, so... Yeah, and it's more like... I can understand... Like, Wolverine has a good motivation throughout the movie, and you're kind of behind him. You're like, yeah, like, I understand why you're doing this. It's enough to carry you through... The movie, you know what I mean? Like it's like it works. It's competent. Yeah, it go. It works how a movie should work. Yeah, it's just there's some dumb parts in it that I, I think are people, stick, stick. people kind of stick that into like that's the whole movie, and I don't think they're remembering quite right. All right, but yeah, I will. I will not speak into it because I've not seen it. We will watch it together. I know that there's an elevator scene or something with Ryan Reynolds. I yes, think. that seems really good. That's all I. That's all I know. That whole opening part where the wars and then him with the team of the mercenaries. It's like a really good little little section of the movie. A little journey you go on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What are we on? Uh, number six. Number six. Dark Phoenix. I just saw it last night. Wow, that's so low. Uh, I, I mean, it just barely didn't crack my top five. All right. Uh, most people are saying that this is the worst X Men movie ever. Oh, no, really? And it's not. Okay. I can wholeheartedly say it's not the worst X-Men movie ever. Okay. Um, so how much How much did... This is still basically just not not a Marvel movie. This is the last Fox X-Men movie. Okay. So this is the last bad X-Men movie. Pretty much, yeah. Hopefully, it will be. Hopefully. hopefully. Um, but it's not even that bad. I Other than acting, uh, I loved some performances and hated others. Other than... Performances. I didn't love or hate this movie. Okay. I liked some parts. I disliked other parts, and I was fine with it the rest of it, the time. <laughs> okay. How uh, how spoilerly are we going to get right now? Um, I will. Uh, character dies. Spoiler alert for if you care about Dark Phoenix. I don't okay. think anyone does. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence's mystique dies. Oh. 
which I'm fine with because she's Lawrence awful is, at this point. Yeah, why does Jennifer Lawrence even act anymore? I, she doesn't care about this franchise anymore. That's <laughs> for dead sure. She's awful in this movie. I was <laughs> I was saying there. I was like, how did is she doing this as a joke? Uh, and then and then you have scenes with like. Uh, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, and they're like still giving it their all as yeah. of these characters, and they're and you're like, what the heck? You're bringing this movie down, Jennifer Lawrence, because of your <laughs> stupid acting. Come on, Jen. Yeah, what the heck is wrong with you, Jenel, Jen Lore, <laughs> Jen Lawrence, more like Jen Borance. Mm, I like that one yeah. a lot, actually. I got, I'm trying to do one for each. Okay. We'll I'm see, fine with that. We'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it starts out, and this whole movie is about Jean Grey. It's, so the other, so going back all the way to X three, X Men uh-huh. three, The Last Stand, not X three, X Men yes. three. Yes, please get it right. The other, so you know how I said it was, it couldn't really devote time to one Either or the stories. other. The other story is the Dark Phoenix saga. Oh, so they just so this is like, pretty much remaking that. Weird. That's very strange. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, however, it's definitely better done than X-Men 3 did it. Well, because now they had a whole movie to... Uh, yeah. Um, and that's why I liked... That's kind of what I liked about this movie. I I saw it with Devin last night. Okay. Uh, and I on my way home, I was like, what? I couldn't decipher what I thought about it. I was like, what What was that movie? What do I, <laughs> what do I feel right now? So I thought about it tonight and at work today. I was like, you know what? I... It's really simple. It looks like a TV show. The quality of it. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, like a high, a uh, higher budget TV okay. show. Like a Netflix film that's like done by a bunch of, like bunch of college students. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they got those 4K cameras, but they don't yeah, know what they're doing. Quite exactly. Yet. Yeah. There were some shots where I was like, oh, "That's pretty neat looking," but uh, I was like, "It's it's kind of really simple." After X Men Apocalypse, it was kind of a refreshing like. This is this isn't all over the place. This is a really like focused script. It doesn't delve into a lot of the themes that I would have liked them like more so yeah. to do. Um but yeah, so basically like it's set in 1992 and humanity has finally accepted mutants. Oh. And Professor X is real happy. He's like we finally have peace with these people. Uh, so, so like, Pacephorus P- mm-hmm. is now alive. This is uh, this is before, before. Yeah, this is set in the '90s, as the other one was set in the 2000s. Okay, so, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, so th- again, this is the splintered timeline. This has to be because Mystique dies, and she's in the original. So yeah. it's time travel screws everything up. Anyways, um, so this this shuttle of astronauts goes up into space, and they start running into some problems. Mm. And and the the pres it's so corny, Philip. The president <laughs> picks up the phone. It has an X on it. He's oh. like he's like Professor X. He's like we need your X Men to go up and help our yeah. astronauts. <laughs> uh, he's like right away, Mister President. He's like it's oh so cartoonish. Like it seems like a Saturday morning cartoon. And I, I loved it. And so they send up the team up in the the X jet or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, and. I was so enjoying the film at this part because, like, they go up and they're all using their powers to help one another out and to save these astronauts. They're working as a team. They all have, like, similar uniforms. Yeah. It's like, this is great. And uh, Quicksilver is in it, and he goes in, and he's, him and Nightcrawler teleport over, and he, like, 
He's like, I'll be right back. And then it, everything goes in slow motion. He starts saving all the astronauts. Yeah. And like he brings it back to Nightcrawler. They teleport. Um, but then one of the astronauts is like, oh, our commander's still in there. And then <laughs> they're like, well, Gene can hold the ship together. So they teleport Gene over there. Uh, and then this huge Phoenix force is like coming through space. Oh. And she absorbs it essentially. So that's the, the plot of the movie. The the dark phoenix the dark phoenix yeah and she so she starts not being able to control it and she's super powerful all this stuff uh so it goes from really fun to super depressing oh and i was kind of enjoying it i was like yeah (laughs) i like this depressing thing the i didn't like they quicksilver gets injured pretty early on yeah and he's like not in the movie anymore yeah he's in one scene at the end man it's like somebody doesn't like Quicksilver. I think it's like he's so powerful. Yeah, that is probably what it is. That like we can't keep him around because he can just fix all of our problems because of how fast he can go. Yeah. Um, which kind of it kind of sucked. I was like, oh, I wish he was in it more. Um, so does it, that happen like every time in the comics? It's like the beginning of the comic Quicksilver. Is in I don't. There. I don't think Quicksilver has ever been this fast. I think oh. this is the fast version of Quicksilver. This is more of a Flash type. Flash yeah. is like this fast in the comics. Um, I see, but yeah, and and then the it's kind of just like it drags in the middle, and it's like ah, uh, and then but the 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 literally the big climactic battle, Philip, is on a train, on a small train with like eight people. And it's great. <laughs> it's just so like small scale, and and I was like, man. This is this is nice. This little set, good little train set, and they're all using their powers. Uh, and then it just are they fighting against Dark Phoenix? Uh, no, these aliens come in. Okay, that are trying to get the Dark Phoenix like power source. Okay, um, and they're like the most bland villains ever. See how see what I mean? There were like things I loved, and there's like ah, uh, and then it's just mixed in with the I don't know. Yeah, I didn't love it or hate it. It's okay. there. It's it felt like the X Men okay. at the beginning, and then it got depressing, which I liked. Okay, with some with some mediocre stuff thrown okay. in. Um, so yeah, that was that was it. Oh, oh my goodness, Philip, turn off your phone. I just I wonder who it is this time. <sighs> Hello. Oh, <sighs> you again. Who is it, Aunt Kathy? It's Aunt Kathy. How did you know? What is she doing? Aunt Kathy, what do you want? What do you want? I think we can I think we can make that happen. What is she talking about? Gosh. I think we can do that. All right. Bye. Okay, she wants us to do the Patreon stuff now. Well, I was gonna get to it. Jeez. What? Alright. <laughs> she was listening and she got kind of tired of waiting. We'll talk about it. Um I've needed to clear my throat for so long that I couldn't, I just couldn't wait. I just can't wait any longer. Oh, man. This is all staying in, by the way. All right. Patreon. Yeah. What's going on with Patreon? (laughs) You know what's going on with Patreon. We got, we got more. We got, well, do we? (laughs) Do we have something more? No, we got more patrons. We have more patrons. We... So let's get up on here and get us some more. <laughs> get Give us, some us more. money. 
Uh, tell you. You tell, get so much stuff. You, you get, get so much stuff. You get, you get a five dollar tier, which gets you behind the scenes stuff and a whole bunch of extra stuff, and, and you get to be our best friend. And then you also, if you give us ten dollars, you get a, a mug. Yeah, that stuff plus the mug. If and you, it's really a real mug. It is. My a mug. mom tried to tell me that she didn't need the mug uh, for us to save our Karen. money, and I said no, <laughs> mom. You get the mug, whether you like it or not. Yeah. What she, what you do with the mug is up to you, yeah. but we are going to send you one. Whether you throw it in the trash or not, it doesn't matter. Or you drink out of it every day. Yeah. You get the mug, and you cherish it. Philip, I like this energy that's going through <laughs> us right now. Give us money. Give us money now. Uh, and then if you're rich, give us $100. You don't get nothing special. Uh, nothing special Nothing at special. All. Maybe uh, a look at, from us. A look of approval. Mm. Like, we see you in the side of the street and we're like, All right. yeah. There you are. There you are. We know who you are. Uh, so, Zach Roth, we're, give us $100 a we're month. Wait, we're waiting for it. Uh, who else? Phil Wing? Phil Wing. Give us $100 a month. Devin Del Grosso? Give us five. We, tr- we know that you, we know, we know about you. <laughs> we know that you got five kids. Um, a so, dollar a dollar for each. For each. Child. Yeah, yeah. Give us, uh, just literally take a dollar from each one of your kids. That's right. They give it to us, and <laughs> and that'd be great. Uh, uh, let's see who else we got. We got the Mr. Bay himself. Yeah, Ben Bay. We know. I, we know. We we saw the ring yeah. that you gave Kana. Yeah. Somebody's been it's saving. A big, it's a big old diamond. It's not. You d- certainly didn't save money to give it to us. Baby, you should have, is the thing. Oh, goodness. It's another phone call. Who's calling you? Hello? Hi. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Yeah. Tell Lindsay I said I love her. But Daniel says that he loves you, by the way. She says she loves you, too. I, I Thank you. He says thank you. She says, why haven't you hung out in like seven years? Uh, she doesn't initiate anything. He says, you don't initiate anything. She says, you don't initiate anything either. All right. Well, I guess we're in the same boat then. She says you're supposed to take her out on her birthday. So. Okay. But when does she want to do it? When do you want to do it? Yeah, I better freaking talk to her myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll text her. All right. So you need to, you did a kick ass workout and now you need to eat. You may get some burgers. Yes. And tell her to say hi to all of our listeners. No, you should get it. Yes. I'm not stressed about money. It's funny because we're right in the middle of our Patreon recording. Our, spiel. our whole spiel. So, no, it's perfect. Yeah. T- tell her to say hi to all of our listeners. Say hi to all of our listeners. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and say it right now. And I'll uh, hold on one second. What? Just say hi to all of our listeners. Um, me and my husband um, have just been hurting for some money for some burgers lately, so 
Um, we would just really love if you guys would give to the um, Patreon fund. Yes. The Patreon. Yep. Become a Patreon. Mm-hmm. So that we can use some more burgers, please. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that'll go a long way. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah, you go get you some burgers. Yeah, I mean, not just for Lindsay and Philip, because I need some money as well for some burgers. So, um, if you could, if you All could right. give for both Philip and I. I love you and Lindsay. Then Bye. that'd be good, because I need money for lunch as well. Okay. All right. Should I go? Should I move on? Yeah, let's move on. All right. So, Philip, now we're into my top five. <sighs> And, this and these, has been a long one. This is a long one, and these five don't got... I don't think there's nothing wrong with them. Just nothing wrong? There might be some things here and there, but in my mind, they're all good movies. Okay, so what makes them What makes them where they are? Yeah, so my number five, Philip, we're going to go back all the way to the beginning, to oh. X-Men. Just the original X-Men. The original Finally. X-Men. Uh, and a, I, this movie, Philip, is is so small scale. <laughs> I like it's smaller scale than some of the solo Marvel movies. Yeah. I, like in a world where infinity war and Endgame exist. Yeah. This movie seems so quaint at this point and I love <laughs> it. It's like Wolverine is our, he's our like vessel through this world. Okay. Cause he's out cage fighting. He can't remember nothing cause his memory has been erased. And he meets up with Rogue, who's on the run because she just developed her powers. And she's, you know, she gave, she put her boyfriend into a coma uh, from <laughs> touching, from kissing him. Yeah. So Classic she, Rogue. Yeah. Slutty Rogue. Yeah. Get out of here, Rogue. No, actually, Rogue's great in this movie. Oh. That's like the heart of this movie is Rogue and Wolverine. Okay. So she like. Yeah. Made, he like kind of becomes like her a, father a figure. A father figure. Yeah. yeah. And it's really good. Um, Their whole dynamic is like. And not like that in, alone is worth watching this movie for, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, there's like a core group. It's Professor X, Cyclops, Storm, and and uh, Jean Grey. And then Wolverine comes in, and he's like, "What is this? What is this place? I hate, I hate you all because I'm grumpy old Wolverine. <laughs> I'm Wolverine, and I'm grumpy pants. Yeah, and and that's you, what he sounds like to that me. That was a dead on impression. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm Wolverine. <laughs> And I don't like you, X-Men. You got to be smoking on a cigar. <laughs> Chomping on that cigar. <laughs> shink, shink. Swing. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ting, 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 ting. Talking about... and <laughs> I like your sound effects. Thanks. They're new. They're, that's fresh sound effects <laughs> I've never heard. Uh... Uh, you know, think of Endgame, you know, the end where, like, spoilers, if you haven't seen Endgame, where all the portals open and it's this huge epic Lord of the Rings-style battle. Right. Uh, you know what the most exciting action set piece of this movie is? No. Wolverine fights Sabretooth on the top of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> and, it, and That's it. They just kind of toss each other around on it for a bit. Yeah. That's true. It, yeah, it's kind of small. It's great. I love it. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, Wolverine Rogue, fantastic. I love it. All right. I love this movie. It, it holds <laughs> up too. It's like almost 20 years old. And other than a couple of dated effects. Is this the one where he like, go, he spins around on the 
like he has his his things out his whatever they call the claws mm-hmm. and like he gets pushed off and then he like sticks his arm out and it spins around the yes top. yes of the yeah. t- Statue of Liberty. So that same exact scene happens in uh, um, uh, Black Panther. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie has better special effects than Black Panther. Yeah, Ma- Black Panther just blew. It looks like a PlayStation 2 game. I don't know what happened. I don't either. Uh, there's like four villains. It's Magneto, Mystique, Sabretooth, and Toad. Why did they pick Toad? Toad is my favorite X-Men villain. But why did they pick him? I think because he's, in the comic books, he's just like a henchman. Oh. Uh, he's like always pretty. You know, it's just gross. Toad is great. Toad is my favorite. I don't think I like I him. I think in recent comic books, he's actually. The, I think I hate him. I think I think that you need to stop talking about how much you like him and just accept the fact that he's not good. I don't think you understand quite understand my love for Toad. Okay. Uh I think in the I hate him. I think in the current comic books he's the janitor for the, the Xavier school. <laughs> I think I think he got captured by oh, the X-Men. And he becomes a janitor. And Wolverine is forcing him to be a janitor at the school. Just goes to show how much we appreciate janitors and that we think <laughs> <laughs> That's an awful, awful job. Yeah, that it's be like getting captured is basically being a janitor. A janitor. But I think he's happy though. Well, like because nice. Toad gets abused a lot by his fellow Brotherhood mutants. Yeah. So I think he's like you know he gets like a little bed, he gets food. I yeah. think I think he's quite he he's quite all right. Flies he's, eats the flies. He eats a bird in this movie. Yeah, that's why I think it's so gross. And yeah, I, I hate him so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I like this movie. All right. And Magneto has a completely justifi- not justifiable maybe, but completely understandable motivations. He right. he was in a concentration camp during World War II and his the his mother was taken from him. Yeah. And then uh and then he wants her back. Yeah. <laughs> no, she gets killed. Yeah. Uh metaphorically. So, Speaking of that, let's just move on to my uh, number four, which goes into that plotline a little bit more in depth. Uh, X-Men First Class. First Class. Uh, The most comfortable they've been. Yeah, they're just so comfy up there. Yeah. Um, So First Class takes place 1962. Okay. Uh, Opens up again in the concentration camp. Why is it called First Class? Because it's the first class of students. Oh, Class yeah, so, number one. Yes. So Magneto hates... So basically, Kevin Bacon's in this film. Kevin what? Bacon's the villain of this movie. Man. Uh, it's what fa- is that game called? It's Nine, seven Ways seven way, yeah. to, to Bacon or whatever. We got to him. Right there already. Yeah. It only took us however many. Six. Six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, seven, technically. Yeah, well, perfect. Yeah, per- we, we did it. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do that intentionally or anything. Uh, no, so basically he he's a mutant as well, and he's like, oh, I want to see what you can do, Magneto. He's like, try to move this coin. He's like, and I'll, spill, or I'll uh, spare your mom's life. Oh. But Magneto doesn't know how to control his power yet. Oh. So he just shoots his mom in front of him. Dang. Uh, so that's basically, in first class? That's in first class. So they like, they show the why his mom died in first class. Yeah. I see. So then Magneto is on a revenge kick the whole movie to get uh, Sebastian Shaw, played by Kevin Bacon, hmm. who his power is he can absorb energy Sebastian and give it to himself. Is? So he's staying, he's keeping himself young. 
Oh. Um, Does he turn into a baby at the end? No. Nope. I'll Man. tell you what happens at the end, Philip. Just, Why wasn't that the end? Just they, wait. They gave him wait so much energy, he became a there. baby. Just wait till I get there. Okay. Uh, and then we meet up with um, Professor X as a young man, yeah. and him and Mystique uh, grew up together. Who plays him? Uh, James McAvoy. Okay. Yeah, him and Michael Fassbender have, have always played young versions of them. Um, and he's he's like partying and stuff. It's, cool it's, guy. Yeah, cool guy. It's a young Professor X that we're not used to, and I love it. Uh, and him and Mystique are like brother and sister, adopt or foster or whatever you want to say. Um, and then they meet up. And they both want mutants and humans to live to, you know, in live long in unity. But they, but Professor X is by peace and Magneto is by violence. Yep. But they work together still and create this team, X-Men mm-hmm. First Class, which consists of, uh, let me see if my memory is going to uh, It'll fail me. you. It's going to fail you. It's going to be Beast, okay. M- Mystique, okay. Banshee, huh. Havoc. Havoc. Havoc is Cyclops' older brother in the movies, younger brother in the comic books. I haven't heard of him. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I'll give it that to you. Uh, and then a different angel. It's a girl. Okay. It's a girl angel. All right. Now they're just reusing characters. Character names. It's not even the same character. Anyways. And, and Darwin. And... And... And Darwin. What if I just collapsed right there? I would what would be, you have done? I'd probably make sure you're okay. If you didn't wake up, I'd call 911. That's good. That's a good plan. All right, continue. And Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> and he basically, uh, he dies earlier on in the movie. And then they, that kind of gives them a push to go get, go get Sebastian Shaw. Uh, but yeah, I like this movie. They work as a team. Uh, a lot of this movie is them like learning how to use their powers. Okay. So I like that. I, yeah. I like that type of stuff. And they learn how to like use their powers to help one another out. So they like figured out how to do an, an origin story. Yeah. In this one. It's a good origin story. Even though they did a movie after this one that I guess that is not good. Or is this the last origin story that has This happened? is the last origin story that they So did. they did finally figure it out. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, this one's... And there are some continuity... This is the movie that caused continuity errors. Oh. Um, so there is that. That is a kind of a downfall. Um, I think because at the time, they weren't sure if they were rebooting it or making a prequel or both. Like, they didn't... They weren't sure. Nobody really knew. Yeah. So they just did what they wanted. Yeah. Which is fine. Do what you want. Like, I mean, the director can do what he wants. Um, but yeah, small small cameo by Wolverine. It's played by Hugh Jackman. Really? He's, he's in it for like five seconds. Oh. Um, it, I, I'm not going to talk about it because he says a word that I can't say on here. Oh. Um, and then... He says, what's up, big big turds? Big, big daddy weaves. <laughs> what you doing, big turdies? <laughs> uh, and then it ends uh, with the Cuba Missile Crisis. Okay. <laughs> that, that's one thing that the X-Men movies kind of ended up doing was they've taken real-world events throughout history, and the X-Men have kind of been the cause of them. Yeah, that's, like, I like, like that. And Wolverine Origins, the end is the when the nuclear power plants collapsed in, on Five Mile Island. Oh. So stuff like that. Um, but yeah, this one's Cuban Missile Crisis, uh, and this is uh, basically Magneto, him and Shaw finally are in 
confrontation with one another. Uh, the guy that killed his yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Shaw's like, look, like I, I want mute, like mutants are the future of this like world. And then Magneto gets his helmet off and puts it on himself, which is Mag- the Magneto helmet. This guy's been wearing it. Uh, oh. And he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, I agree with everything that you've said. He's like, but I still have to kill you because you killed my mom. So he like lifts the coin. He's kept it all these years. The oh, one that, geez. and he's like, he's like, on the count of three, move this coin. And he like, he starts moving it towards spa- or towards uh, Kevin Bacon. And it just he just puts it right through his head, dang, and kills him, uh, and it's great. <laughs> uh, and then Magneto comes out and he's like, "Let's look at these humans, brothers and sisters," and and it's like the Russia and America, and they're shooting the, the Cuban Missile Crisis is yeah. happening, and he's like, "They they'll never accept us." And then uh, <laughs> this other chick that's there that kind of is Professor X's love interest, mm-hmm. she starts shooting. At Magneto, and he's deflecting the bullets, and one of the bullets goes into Professor X's spine, and that's what paralyzes him. And then Magneto leaves with Mystique. He takes Mystique from him, from Professor X, and then... uh, What a a jerk. And then it ends. That's the end of the movie? There's like maybe two scenes after that, but it ends. Why is this so high on our list? It's pretty depressing. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next. Next. Get me in a better mood now. Number three is, ironically, not ironically, X-Men 2, X2, X-Men United. Really? really? That's my number three. I just assumed that wasn't going to be on the list for some reason. No, it's it's a good sequel. <sighs> I don't remember it. It takes the characters, beefs them up. Uh, it, it, the villain is Stryker. Who's the guy that put oh, the animanium into Wolverine's bones? So okay. we learn a little bit more about Wolverine's past in this movie. Yeah. Not full blown like the origin story. We just yeah. kind of learn hints. Um, and Professor X or not Professor Professor X and Cyclops get taken captive. Okay. Uh, so then the X Men have to work together with Magneto mm. to bring down a common threat, which is Striker. Classic. Uh, Nightcrawlers in this movie. The, I remember that. The opening of this movie is one of the best comic book scenes ever. Uh, it's Nightcrawler's assassination attempt on the president. Yeah. And he's just teleporting and taking guys out left and right in the White House. It's so cool. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, they kind of they have to uh, lay low at Iceman's parents' house <laughs> for a little bit. Uh and Pyro kind of takes a front seat in this movie. Oh, I do remember Pyro. Yeah, he's he's one of Professor X's students, and then he leaves with Magneto at the end and becomes a villain for the yep. third movie. Yeah. Uh, all around, just a good, solid movie. Okay. It has they have their goals that we know as an audience, and we want them to succeed in their goals, and they mm-hmm. succeed. Jean Grey, tech, like, she sacrifices herself at the end, but then she comes back in the third one is the Dark Phoenix, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this was the first time that we got to see Wolverine actually, like, go berserk mode and actually kill guys. Oh. Uh, however, there's no blood, but that's okay. Boring. Yeah. All but, I wanted was the blood. <laughs> but still, the military invades the school. Okay. And takes a lot of the students... 
uh, captive. Uh, yes, yes. And, and Wolverine's just tearing through them. It's pretty cool. Going to town. Going to town. Uh, and yeah. Well, actually taking them to school. <laughs> good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Really good, Philip. <laughs> uh, and yeah, you want you want Stryker to get his comeuppance at the end. Yeah, he does. That's a good word. Uh, he drowns at the, <laughs> at the mm. end. Uh, there's a really cool fight scene between Wolverine and Lady Deathstrike. Who's that? Uh, it's Stryker's like little henchman lady. Okay. But she has uh, animantium implants as well. Oh. Uh, so there's a pretty cool scene with them. She can heal and stuff. Uh, yeah, good movie. Okay. There's not there's not like a whole lot like uh, just good. Just a good movie. I would I would even say it's a great movie. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Great movie. Solid A minus. All right, number two then. Number two. Now here's the thing, Philip. Tell me the thing. Here's the thing. I could. It, I was. I was up all night. Well, I was like, okay. All night. I was like, do I put these two? How do I rank these two? Because like, do I just do it as what's a better movie in the franchise? What's a better X Men movie? What well, so and so? Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I finally decided I'm gonna go with like what I I went with what I'm gonna go with. And my number <laughs> two. Is X Men: Days of Future Past? Okay, All right, which so I do. I, so then I know what you know number what, one. You is. know what number one is. I do think this is the best X Men movie. Like as a team, Feel, feels like an X Men. movie? Yeah, it's like a team movie. Um, a teen movie. A team. <laughs> there are some teens in it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you and I went to see this movie together. That's why you like it so much. That is one of the reasons. Don't try to lie. Uh, although I liked it, and that's why I wanted to watch it with you. I was like, come yeah. watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is in my top ten favorite comic book movies of all time. Again, it had like, it seems like the script came first, and then they made the movie after the script was done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, a lot of times you'll watch, especially with some of the X movies, that you're like, is this a first draft? <laughs> what is this? This yeah. this is like this went through three or four. Drafts of a script. They got yeah. they got it down to what they want. Well, they had time travel, do. so they knew like, well, we got to figure something out. Here. Right, right. Can't, we can't just like, you know, go willy nilly like we did for Wolverine. What was the one that was number ten for you? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I mean, uh, look out! Look out! <laughs> number ten was Apocalypse. Uh, but yeah, they they're in a dystopian future. They hate how life has turned out. And they're like, let's go back and change this. They got to send Wolverine back. Yeah. It's so good. This is the introduction of Quicksilver in this franchise. And that's, that, in my opinion, tops the Nightcrawler scene, opening scene. The kitchen scene with Quicksilver yeah. is just, it is pretty cool. It's so awesome. Um, and then it comes down to like a morality thing with Mystique at the end. It's not this grand battle. Yeah. It's just like, is Mystique going to kill this guy or not? And then it, I guess it doesn't necessarily change the future as much as splinter off into different timelines. Yeah. Um, so I guess the main, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, Wolverine wakes back in a timeline that everything's fixed, which is what matters. Um, and yeah, I absolutely adore this movie. Mm-hmm. I, like, I like Magneto a lot in this film. And Professor X. I like it. That's the thing I really like about this movie is Wolverine isn't the face of the X-Men. But he is. And the, and for whatever reason, the movies think he is. <laughs> uh, but it's always been Professor X's I- 
ideology Professor X and Magneto is opposing ideologies. Yeah. That's what the X-Men stories should be about. And that's why I like this movie is because Wolverine's a main character, but he's not he's just like the catalyst for what's going on. Like he's he's the reason why kind of the plot's in motion and stuff. But it's more about Professor X, Magneto, and Mystique and the dynamics between that's them. That's true, yeah. Um so I think that's why I like this movie a lot, is cause it's not the Wolverine show. He's in it, and yeah. he's fantastic in it, but, like, uh, it's more about the things that make the X-Men the X-Men. Okay. So that's why I like this movie a lot. All right. And it's, like, a perfect runtime. I don't, uh, never do I, am I sitting in there, I'm like, man, this is, like, too long. I want this to go by quicker. Yeah. I'm just, like, engaged the whole time, and when it ends, I'm like, that was a good, good quality movie. It was, it finished when it needed to be finished. Yeah, it was fantastic. Unlike most of our podcasts. Most of them go for too long. Probably this one will. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Next. Philip, do you want to guess my number one? I don't think I can. Oh. I think that my brain doesn't know how to do process of elimination. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. Say it for me. uh, It would be... uh, all rolling. Right. Okay. Rolling. All right. Rolling along. It's uh Lo- Lauren. Yeah. No. Almost. You're La- almost there. Lauren. Li- okay. All right. Logan. Logan. Oh, Logan. There we go. Okay. It's Logan. Sorry. I thought, man. It's okay. It's okay. Forgot I couldn't read. There's nothing in front of you that you're reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Logan is, I just rewatched it. I almost made a joke uh, that this was going to be your number 10. Oh. And then I was like, well, I don't want to give it away because I know that this will be your number one. Yeah. Was I making you sweat a little bit when I was like, I don't know which one I should have put? No, I knew. Okay. I knew you couldn't couldn't go against your own conscience. Yeah. Because not only, I said Days of Future Past is in my top 10 comic book movies of all time. Mm -hmm. This is is probably in my top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. Um, I rewatched it a couple weeks ago. It might be flawless. (laughs) I don't think it's the breaking bad of movies. I think so. I. There are elements that remind me of Breaking Bad in this movie. Um, but I was sitting there and I was like, I, there's nothing I don't like about this movie. Wow. Flawless in my, you know, in my sense. But Daniel, still, like... Daniel Standard's flawless. There, there's not a whole lot wrong with it in, like, filmmaking terms either, if anything. So what you got in that list of flawless? Like, Toy Story 2, Logan, you got... Uh, the Iron Giant. Iron. <laughs> Let's see, what else? The the prestige. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> what was the first Toy Story two? <laughs> Maybe Scott Pilgrim. <sighs> Scott Pilgrim's pretty flawless. Ferris Bueller. Mm. Mm. Not. I haven't heard any Star Wars. Oh, Empire. Sorry. I'm sorry, people. Empire Strikes Back okay. is flawless. Uh, but yeah, so Logan, in, in my uh, opinion, that is right, <laughs> is up amongst amongst the greats With of the, the movies. Stars. Uh, it is everything about it. I was just watching it. Like when I said that two uh, movies were in the same franchise, that I can't believe are that's Logan and Wolverine Origins because Wolverine Origins is so cheap looking, and this movie looks 
absolutely fantastic. So who? So is this actually done by Fox? Yeah. So this is the same director who did The Wolverine. Oh, were we? Really? I think I think there was a lot of studio meddling in the in The Wolverine. Okay. Uh, and then once they realized that he's a competent director yeah. and that Hugh Jackman was going to take a pay cut in order to make this a rated R film, gotcha. they're like, all right, James Mangold, just do what you want. And he just <laughs> made a movie. There you go. The uh, way it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. And it's, man, man is a good Philip. Some good stuff. I want to watch it with you soon. Someday. Um, yeah, it's just like... Never are you bored. It's visually stunning. Mm-hmm. And the plot slash relationships of the movie is like, it's just... Does it feel like an X-Men movie? It feels like a... like if Because that's the thing about the X-Men comic books is like there's... In TV shows, just like X-Men has always either been really cheesy or darker. Yeah. So if you go with the darker X-Men stuff, then yeah, if it seems like. Like, there's a comic book called Old Man Logan that this is oh, based on. okay. Loosely, because, like, I think Hawkeye is in Old Man Logan, the comic oh. book. Uh, so obviously they couldn't use that. Now know, they could. Hawkeye. They could now, yeah. That's um, what I'm saying. Disney's going to get him back. <laughs> Old Man Logan. But here's real. the thing. This movie, I don't want them to remake it. This, this is I. This is the reason I don't want Hugh Jackman to come back. Because this was his last movie. It's just perfect. It's just, it's just great, Philip. I don't know what else to say. I want to go watch it now. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, there's a there's a part. I'll I'll tell it to you, even though we're gonna watch it. It's not a spoiler. But at the beginning, like the beginning scene, he tries to extract his claws. Yeah. And like they're coming out real slowly and like not even. Ooh. Like one's like coming out like way slower than the other two, and like just because he's getting old and he can't, oh, he can't function like he used to. So then a couple of scenes later, he's like in his bedroom and he's like pulling out one of his claws, ouch, and like just blood just like pouring down his hand, and like compare that to the scene in Origins where it's just CGI. <laughs> it looks like yeah. a cartoon. Yeah. It's like that looks so good. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this film but every time I watch it I fall more and more in love with it mm. so that's that is the best movie in the franchise okay and one of your favorite films of all time one of my favorite films of all time up there with the Iron Giant wow I don't think I even like you don't love me as much as you love Iron Giant mm, I thought if you said as much as Logan I'd say no I love you more but the Iron <laughs> Giant it's definitely a toss up that's what I thought but that's not, don't take it personally. That's with everyone in my life. Yeah, I know. Darren Giant is just, <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> you do sleep with it every night, the DVD. Did I tell you that? <laughs> no, but I do watch you while you sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was, uh, that was the X-Men discussion. I hope you enjoyed it, people. I, well, it wasn't much of a discussion, I guess. I just told you, you about it. You just told me. It was more of a dictator, dic, dictatorship of an episode, but I liked it. I like being told what to think. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you usually agree with things that I say I've as never, far as movies go? If I disagreed, I'd tell you. Okay. What makes better podcasting? Somebody just agreeing the whole time or somebody disagreeing? Disagreeing. Yeah. 
So if I had any sort of disagreement, I would have said it. Okay. I should have just made up something, but I just didn't. You should have been like, when I was naming off the years that they came out, you'd be like, no. No. Came you're out wrong. this year. I'd be like, no. Yeah. I, whatever website you're reading off is wrong because I know for a fact those are the years that it came out. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me double check everything. I think we should probably let our listeners go. No. We are keeping them hostage right oh. now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. What is happening? Who's calling now? Okay, hold on. Let me let me answer this. Hey. <sighs> no big deal. Just, uh, just podcasting. You know how I do. No, 